Great. Well, thanks very much for coming on the Sunday afternoon to eat cake and crisps and um, talk a bit about discipleship mentoring. Um, before we start, I mean, Amy, do you want to say a bit about yeah. students mentoring? Yeah. Um, yeah, thanks for coming. Um, I guess why I wanted to kind of help put this on was because we have so many students who um, would really benefit from having a mentor. And I guess we've seen that um, as a really great, great way of um, kind of merging different ministries, so from youth to students to young adults, the wider church, they merge because people mentor one another, and it's a really great way to meet other people, but also to help them in their, their walking faith. Um, so if any of you guys aren't currently mentoring someone, you're kind of here working out whether it's something you would like to do, um, we have so many students who need a mentor, so do, I know some of you have got in touch already through, through Jen as well. Um, but do let me know and I can get you in touch with someone and it'll be really appreciated and I think you get a lot out of it as well which I'm sure Tim will touch on but yeah thank you so much for being there it's appreciated great um, so mentoring I mean how many of you um, have been mentored in the past okay and how many people are kind of mentoring at the moment kind of okay so so um, thanks for spending the afternoon. I'll try to make it discussional just so that we all keep awake. I did have a nice, very nice Sunday lunch, and kind of post kind of uh, Sunday <laughs> afternoons is always a tricky time to keep awake. Um, so if we have some discussional time around that, is that, is that okay rather than just being li- listened to? Um, so I, I suppose the, the kind of the first kind of question um, is how how would you define mentoring? So um, just with two or three people next to you. See if you can come up with a little kind of uh, definition of what you think mentoring is. And, uh, if, if you want to talk to somebody else, rather. Great. Okay, folks. Um, any any little kind of as you were just chatting with uh, a few of you, any, any little co- commonly agreed themes of what mentoring was? Pastoral care. Okay, pastoral care. Okay, impartation of wisdom through experiences. Yeah. Uh, signposting, but not direct advice. Okay, could be signposting, but not direct advice. Yeah. External perspectives. Okay, external perspectives. When you've got your own kind of life you're living, sometimes the external perspective is really helpful. Yeah. Maybe someone who kind of comes alongside you and encourages you. Okay, yeah, so we, we all need encouragement, don't we? And um, uh, and someone who can actually give a build perspective to encourage you is great. Yeah. Okay, if I was... I mean, the, this afternoon, I think within the church context, um, what we talk about is discipleship mentoring. Um, I think discipleship mentoring is slightly different from, from these four things. 
So when you talk to some people about mentoring, um, uh, they might talk about uh, coaching, spiritual parenting, friendship, counselling. So, so coaching is, is um, I mean, how many of you within a workplace have had a work mentor? So, so as a new, new qualified teacher, you have a, 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 a mentor. And, and what they actually, they coach you around skills, around tasks, around protocols, around procedures. And actually they, they help you to do your job well. Now, that is fantastic, that's great. Um, and actually within the church context, sometimes we do have coaching. So it might be that somebody is going to be a, a, a worship leader or as part of the worship band. And there might be some coaching as, as part of that, how to lead worship better. Or it might be that um, you're doing children's ministry or youth ministry. Um, and again, there might be some coaching. As part, you, you're alongside a, a more mature or more advanced youth worker so you can learn to do work, youth work. Now, that is brilliant, but probably that's not what we're talking about this afternoon. So, so skills-based um, is probably not what discipleship mentoring is about. Discipleship mentoring more, is more about character around who, who you're becoming rather than what you're doing. Does that, does that make sense? So, so when we talk about mentoring, some people come to church, oh, I'd love to be mentored to be a better preacher. I say, well, that's great. That's coaching. And that's a different thing from discipleship mentoring. Um, some people, I think, are probably looking for spiritual parenting. Now, um, again, it's, it, it's great to have people who um, can be like a spiritual mum and dad to you. Um, uh, but again, that's probably not exactly what we talk about either. So... Um, for uh, my dad's dead dead now but my mum if, if, if ever I wanted kind of I was making a, a, a big life choice um, actually I would go and chat to, to mum because I'd, I'd love to hear her perspective her advice kind of they're my parents and spiritual and, and, and parenting around life choices now it may be that you, you do have spiritual parents but it's probably likely you might catch up with them twice a year maybe just or just when there's something particular a particular kind of big life choice you're changing career you're moving house you're thinking about getting married or kind of whatever it is um uh but just regularly i think probably we're not offering spiritual parenting we're not offering somebody who's going to be there to mother you to father you um in this particular context now paul says it's it's great to have spiritual mothers and fathers um but in discipleship mentoring it's probably something different to that is that okay and and i think there can be a dependency on parents which is appropriate. Uh, I think sometimes in, in a, if a mentoring relationship becomes more like a spiritual parenting, actually there could be a tendency for a little bit of, unless so-and-so says yes or agrees or gives me permission, I'm not going to... And again, I just think that there's a bit that's helpful that, but a regular meeting up with somebody, hoping they're going to parent you, <laughs> is, is not what discipleship mentoring is about. Does that kind of make sense? Um, I think some people want friends. And I think if I get a mentor, I've got a ready-made friend. Kind of, I come to church and it's hard to connect. Oh, I hear there's mentoring. If I, if I kind of apply to be mentored by somebody, I'll have someone who I can have coffee with once, once a week or once a month or whatever. And, and we can chat about life. And, and, and it's great to meet up with people to have coffee. It's great to talk about life. Actually, that's not what this is. It's not a ready-made friend. Um, and sometimes mentoring can, if I say descend into friendship, uh, I might, that might sound a bit harsh but if it becomes just chatting about how's your week been, how's life been without including Jesus the Bible, prayer actually it can default into friendship and I know for some people they start off mentoring and it ends up in friendship and there's nothing wrong with it but probably at some point you ought to say mentoring has stopped and a friendship has started but um, I think again that's just something to be aware of as uh, you'll put in touch with somebody is that actually there is something that, that, that mentoring is and there's something that isn't um, and again I'd say that mentoring isn't counselling it's, it's not that you've got problems and you want someone to share all your problems with in the hope that they're going to give you the, the right answers or because actually mentoring isn't about counselling it's not therapy it, it's not for you to kind of um, uh, it, there's trained professionals who have done courses and studied and kind of got certificates and, and they can help you do that a mentor is somebody who is an alongside um, uh, working encouragement provoking helpfulness rather than a counsel is, is that okay because I think some people go into mentoring and they end up being disappointed because they're probably looking for one of those four things rather than what we're going to talk about this afternoon which is discipleship mentoring um, any any little thoughts or reflections on that or do you think that's true, that that's what people look for sometimes? 
Or do you think, actually, no, no, I think that was what mentoring should be. <laughs> if people are requiring sort of those things positively, are there ways that we can signpost them to that? Yeah, so, uh, so I would say that um, if you come across something in, in the mentoring, if you think, actually, there's an issue here that probably is to do with, um, uh, yeah, trauma in the past, uh, and, and you get a certain way with discipleship mentoring, and you realise actually there's a blockage here now, there's something needs, actually there's something needs either some, some more serious prayer ministry, and we've got people who can help, or needs signposting for counselling, and again, we, well, there's people who we could recommend for counselling, then, then do say, and probably either say to um, uh, a pastor leader, a young adults pastor, student pastor, <coughs> myself, actually, I, I, this has come up, I, I feel a bit out of my depth now, is there another person who can give a hand. Um, and we have got people, whether it's financial, whether it's self-harm, uh, eating disorders, I mean, there's, there's things that might come up in a mentoring thing that, that you feel, oh, I wasn't expecting this. Um, and we have got people who can give help. Um, is that? Um, and, and there may be at times that there, there could be some spiritual parenting. If, 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 it's a, if there is something that you think, I just need to talk to a, a wiser person here. I'm not, I'm not looking for a, a long, long-term kind of fr friendship with them actually just at the moment there's a life crisis I'd love to hear a wise person again do you can sign both people as well uh, great is that, is that okay so if, if I was to say what mentoring is then I, I think mentoring in the end of the day has got a lot to do with the Lordship of Jesus when people become a Christian quite often what they like about becoming a Christian is having Jesus as their saviour because who wouldn't want to be rescued from their sin, <laughs> a bleak, uh, kind of not knowing God, kind of finding, again, and I think Jesus as being a saviour is quite a positive, um, uh, can be sort of, at some point slightly selfish kind of way of looking at Christianity. But I think um, those first Christians, when they, when they became Christians, it wasn't just about what they got out of it, that I'm going to get forgiveness, relationship with God, peace of mind, kind of joy. Actually, they realised that there was an exchange going on. Actually, now I'm no longer Lord of my own life, but Jesus is going to be Lord of my life. Now, when, when I say that Jesus is going to be Lord of my life, actually, that's a lifelong battle. <laughs> that's a lifelong journey to realise that I'm no longer king, I'm no longer master of this life, but actually there's a different master, and that is Jesus. And so what does Jesus think about my thought life? What does Jesus think about my career choices? What does Jesus think about how I spend my leisure time? What does Jesus think about how I read the Bible and pray and how I connect with church? How does Jesus think about my skills and my gifts? And actually, when you start asking those questions, you think, ah, I could just do with somebody to help me to process what it means to live my life under the Lordship of Jesus. And, and probably um, the Great Commission is uh, go and make disciples of all nations. I mean, that, 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 that probably is, is the deal. And, and discipleship mentoring is about helping people to be a, a more effective uh, disciple of Jesus. Now, I'm not sure if you, when you think about the word discipleship, if you have a, a model in your mind. Um, but here, here's my little kind of, um, have you heard about the closed set, point set model of discipleship? Well, if, you, if, you're, if you're mathsy, a, a closed set is... Um, you have a circle and you have either in or out. So, so this, this is, this is a, a closed set model of Christianity, that, that you have people who, who are not Christians and then you have a closed set of people who are Christians. Um, and so uh, when, you, when you talk about discipleship, what you're trying to do is you want to try and get people who aren't yet Christians to become Christians. And actually once they are Christians, you're trying to then get them to obey the Christian rules. Because there's a way within the closed set, there's a way in which people behave. And so some people kind of, they, are, they do evangelism, which is get people to pray the prayer and get them into the closed set to get them to be Christians. And then, ah, once they're into Christians and they come in as, with Jesus as a saviour, actually now we're teaching them the ground rules of what it really means to be a Christian. And to be part of this club, you should read your Bible, go to church, pray, give. Kind of, and and, and that, so discipleship can be just conveying the rules of being in the closed set. Does that, does that kind of make sense? So, so evangelism get people into that, pray the prayer, get them in, and once they're in, we, have, we teach them how this club works and the rules that... Now the other way is, is point set. So I love to pray, pray to get you in. So the other kind of model is point set. Now point set is, it's not to do whether you're in or out, it's to do with a person. 
It's to do with Jesus. Now, G- Jesus is the is the the point. So actually, Jesus is where we should all be focusing. Actually, Jesus is the person to, to whom we should all be moving. Actually, Jesus is the person who we should be becoming more and more like. So, uh, discipleship, whether you're a non-Christian or you're a Christian, it's all about Jesus. So, if you've got somebody kind of uh, wherever they are, in any interaction you have with them, a little conversation, a little invite to to, to home group, a little mentoring session actually it should always be the consequence should be drawing them uh, towards uh, towards jesus um now if you're say out here as a non-christian actually what's it mean to evangelize well it's not about come and believe the set of beliefs come and join our club even pre-evangelism is that it's about jesus so maybe you don't know about jesus let me tell you about jesus he was god in human form Jesus was loving, was compassionate, was kind. Actually, Jesus died and rose again, and that makes a whole lot of difference. And actually, each little conversation you have with somebody who's, who you're, in inverted commas, witnessing to, actually should be drawing them more towards Jesus. Not more towards woodlands, not more towards church. Actually, it should be more towards Jesus. And so that's, that's what kind of point set uh, discipleship is. It's moving more and more. Now, at some point, in drawing them to Jesus, actually they may kind of pray a prayer. They may make a commitment. They may, in inverted commas, become a Christian. But it's still all about Jesus. So once they're kind of, once they do uh, become a Christian, that process that's been happening in evangelism still carries on in discipleship because it's always been about Jesus. So now in discipleship mentoring, it's how you still bring in your life under the Lordship of Jesus now as a Christian. How, how are you bringing your life under the Lordship? So, so in some ways, you get closer and closer to Jesus, to his thoughts, to his ways. Actually, the reality is that some people can be drifting away from Jesus. And mentoring discipleship may be to help, help them to repent, to turn around, to realise kind of what they're being trapped or being held by other things and that Jesus is no longer the master or king or lord of their lives. Um, does, that, does that make sense? So when we come to mentoring, and I believe when we come to evangelism, it is all about Jesus. It's not about a curriculum that you need to work through to, to mentor somebody, that you need to do something about church and prayer and giving and Bible. Kind of, it's all about Jesus. Um, so in the Great Commission, where, where it says, um, yeah, go, therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptise them in the name of the Father, Son and the Holy Spirit, and teach them to obey everything I've commanded you, and surely I'm with you to the very end of the age. I think the word obey is the most important word in that. It's not just teaching them the things that Jesus taught, and sometimes we can think mentoring is that. Actually, let's just teach them the things that Jesus said. Actually, this is the kind of Christian life you should be living. This is kind of how you should be living holy. This is how you, we, could, we could teach the things that Jesus taught and, and tick a box to think, actually, we've done a great mentoring session because we just covered kind of how to read your Bible. We just covered kind of why to go to church. Actually, it's not teaching them all the things Jesus taught. It's teaching them to obey the things that Jesus had taught. And that, that is a really different thing. Um, uh, yeah, Jesus says, doesn't he, at the end of the kind of Sermon on the Mount about building the house on the rock. The, the wise person who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is the man who builds his house on the rock. The foolish man hears these words of mine, goes to the mentoring session and doesn't put them into practice. And they're like uh, someone who builds a house on the sand and it, it collapses. Um, uh, Jesus in John 14 here says, anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. That's part of the deal, what it means to, to love Jesus. My father will love them and he will come to be with them and make uh, we make our home with them. Brilliant news. Um, James says, but whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they've heard, but doing it, they will be blessed by what they do. And so for me, the core of, of, of discipleship mentoring is, is obeying Jesus. So are you obeying Jesus in your life? When, when I was, um, I used to be a teacher, I, I taught for three years secondary school, and I then went down to London to do a year's training in church planting leadership. Um, and uh, during the year, one person became a Christian, kind of, in, in the, and, and I was given them to disciple them. They become a Christian. Tim, will you disciple them? Uh, so I said, oh yeah, I'll give it a go. Um, and before long, I just realised I was totally out of my depth. Um, 
His name was Voy. He was uh, a Polish immigrant. He'd moved, he, he was in London. And actually, he, um, he was quite a naughty guy. I mean, he, was, he was, uh, uh, had been arrested, was criminal, he was dealing drugs, um, sleeping around. Uh, again, a very kind of chaotic life. Um, but miraculously, he'd become a Christian. And so I was then asked, would I mentor him? And I was thinking, well, where do you start? <laughs> I mean, where do you start? I mean, his, his life was so different to my life. I was brought up in a, a little vicarage in, in, on the Norfolk Broads uh, and I knew nothing of gangland, kind of uh, south, uh, southeast London. Uh, knew nothing of his life experience. I kind of, and I thought, here I am, I'm going I'm to sit down with him, I'm going to mentor him. Where do we start? Do I tell him to stop dealing drugs? Do I kind of, ah. And I just felt God said to me, um, he's, found, he's found me. And that was genuine. All you've got to do is help him to obey what I'm telling him to do. So the first time I met him, I said, Voy, I, I love the fact you're, you're part of the church. I love the fact that you've agreed to meet up with me. Um, the deal is, I'm not going to try and make you middle class like I am. I'm not going to try and make you a Christian like I am because actually it's not going to help you. But I'm convinced that Jesus will help you. So how about every time we meet up, I would just, I just ask you this question. What is Jesus saying to you at the moment and what are you doing about it? I said, yeah, we could do that. So great, so, so if, if in, in two weeks' time we meet up and I ask you the question, what's Jesus saying to you? What are you do about it? That's fine, is it? Well, uh, yeah, but how does Jesus speak to me? So actually, that's a great question. So there we are, our first, our first mentoring session was about how you hear Jesus speaking to you. Uh, and again, it, it was just a few little clues, a few little hints, and then he would go away and, and he would listen to Jesus and he would come back and say what he felt Jesus was saying to him. And, and do you know what? It wasn't a curriculum, but it was a, a journey. Um, I can remember there was, I mean, he, he did give up dealing drugs very quickly. What a relief. He stopped sleeping around. Great. Um, but uh, he'd, again, sh to show how long ago it was, in those days, if you signed up for a degree course, you could get what was called a grant, uh, which was free money. <laughs> so he signed up for this degree course, no intention at all of going to any lectures or whatever. He got um, um, a couple of thousand pounds, but he just thought it was free cash. And he thought this was great. Um, and, and, but in one of these times, they'll say, what's Jesus saying to you? He said, do you know what? I'm kind of wondering whether Jesus is telling me to, to give the money back to the council, because I'm not, I'm not going to go on to it. And I said, well, boy, if you think what, that's what Jesus is saying to you, then you probably ought to do it. Uh, yeah, he says, but I've got no other money to live on. I've got, I've got 500, 400 pounds left. I've got no other money to live on. Boy, if Jesus is saying to you, but I'm... You do what you So he kind of went away and says, um, anyway, the next time he comes in, he says, Tim, you'll never guess what. I was at my grandma's and God spoke to me through a lemonade bottle. And I'm thinking, oh no, he's back on the drugs. <laughs> They're hallucinating about lemonade. But what it was, again, they used to have these glass bottles, which you used to be able to get 10p refund. If you, if you took it back to the shop, they'd give you 10 pence. And, and on it, it just said, get the money back, return the bottle or something. And they said, I read the words, get the money back. And I just thought God said to me, I need to get the money back. I've got to do it. So I said, boy, if you're sure that God's going to then, then, then trust him, do it. So he said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to. So he went back to the council, gave his £400 back in. Well, the following Sunday, he, he, a huge smile on his face, comes up and he says, Tim, you'll never guess what happened. And I said, what happened, boy? He said, do you know how God spoke to me? Well, God spoke to somebody else. And do you know what they said to him? They said, give Foy 400 pounds. And they did. <laughs> and he's there having kind of felt that he's, he's obeyed God's voice. And um, here's someone else who's obeyed God's voice. And, and Foy from a kind of working class, petty criminal, totally not my experience. Actually, mentoring was, what is Jesus saying to you? How you bring your life under the Lordship and how you put into practice what you're doing. And, and, and for me, that was a real, a real helpful lesson for my own discipleship as I met up with other people to mentor me, is am I bringing my life under the Lordship of Jesus, like Voy did at that particular time, and am I helping other people to bring their lives under the Lordship of Jesus? Does that, does that kind of make sense on, on what discipleship is? Because we can look at other things, and I think the crux of it is, is that. Um, any questions or any thoughts or comments on that? As a, as a theory, because again, we can easily revert to curriculum and resources 
and if we haven't got the core of in this interaction meeting up with you the deal is the Lord's Jesus in your life that's the end it's not it's not about living a better life living a Christian life it's about Jesus in your life any thoughts questions comments or is that all okay so far so good okay um, so how, how does that how does that work uh, what, what, is, what are some of the ways in which um, if you're if someone asks you to mentor them uh, and you agree to that and you know it's this is this time we're meeting up is about the Lordship of Jesus in their life and how am I going to help them to not just hear the word of God but to put it into practice um, what, what are five ways of mentoring so I suppose the first way is just those two questions I asked for you <laughs> so <coughs> what is God saying to you at the moment and what are you doing about it and that could take you a whole hour. I mean, if, if you've got somebody who's bothering to listen to Jesus, um, then, uh, but again, even if the question, the answer to the question is, I'm not sure what Jesus is saying to me at the moment, again, that's just a great discussion starter because man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Actually, you, you should be eating food physically every day. Actually, there should be some spiritual food for you every day. So if you're not hearing the words that proceed from the mouth of God, ah, what's the deal around that? And so for quite a few people, I might ask them the first question, and then we spend the whole time talking about, well, what you feed your mind with at the moment. What, where's your pro- Actually, how with Bible reading isn't a, um, it's not a superstitious start to the morning. If I read my Bible, things will go okay. Actually, it's, it is about being fed, it's about being challenged, it's being about obedient. And actually, okay, so you're feeling a bit dry and feeling a bit hushed. Well, how about just listening to you Lexio Divino. It's, it's a 10 minute thing that you just put it on your phone, you press play, and they'll talk God's word to you and lead you in a little bit of a prayer. Kind of, if you feel a little bit more, and, and again, you, you go into a little bit more detail around different ways of reading the Bible that work for you, and sometimes it's just a psalm, sometimes it's a, a study bit, but actually, how, is, how are you hearing God speaking to you? Um, are you regularly at a home group where you're maybe open to people prophesying into your life and hearing God's word, are you around a church? Kind of, how is God speaking to you? And you could, again, you could have a whole couple of sessions just on the first question, what's Jesus saying? And how does Jesus speak to me? But actually then, what, what are you doing about it? Not only what have you been doing about it, but it, between now and when we next meet, what are you gonna do about it? Kind of, because the deal is about putting it into practice, not just doing it, put it into practice. So that, that's the first thing. You could just basically ask those, those questions. Um, the second way is, is a, a reflective circle. Uh, I don't know if you kind of... Um, uh, you go around this, this circle of thought. Um, uh, so so you, you think about an incident. Now, quite often people can regard mentoring and they come at mentoring with a a crisis negative mindset. I've sinned. <laughs> I've disappointed myself. And actually what they want to talk about in the mentoring is, is how um, I've messed up, I need to be accountable to somebody. Can I be accountable to you? Now, if that's the case, then what's the incident? Actually, in what way did you mess up? Okay, I, I hit on a pornographic website. I shouldn't have done it. Okay, let's reflect on it. Okay, what were the triggers? Why did you go there? Kind of, what was kind of, what did you think was going to happen? Kind of, let's reflect on it. Uh, kind of, what were some of the pressure points? Had, had your day been particularly stressful? Is there a close relationship that, that, that had gone a bit kind of off piece? What kind of, what, what, what was the deal? And, and you reflect on it. Then you have a plan. Okay, next time when your day's been as rough as that, next time you've been that exhausted, what are you going to do instead? <laughs> let's have a plan. Um, text me, kind of, just be a gadget, kind of, and you work out a little plan. And then you are accountable for that. So, okay, when that happens, again, that same instant, same pressure point, let's kind of be accountable to that. And, and you can have a, a cycle. So I'm, I'm jealous about people. I, I kind of I keep comparing myself to other people. Okay, why, why do you let's reflect on that? Okay, what plan are you going to have to, and how are we going to help people to account? And again, there, there's a cycle around there that, for accountability. Now, I think that's only half of mentoring is being accountable for when things go wrong because actually you've got to steward what's going right. 
So quite often I ask people, okay, I'm, I'm so glad you've been honest with me, honest enough to say what's gone wrong. I really appreciate that we've gone there. But actually, I now want you to tell me something's gone really well. Where, where, what, what's, what's there been something this last kind of fortnight, this last month? And you just felt, yeah, God was at work. You felt a bit of pleasure. You said, wow, oh, well, yeah, I was just, yeah, I was in the photocopy at work. And just as I was doing some photocopying, I was praying for my colleague and, and suddenly they were there and, and I could tell they were upset and we just had a little chat about that and I offered to pray and I said, great, okay, let's reflect on that. Okay, what made you, when you went to the photocopy, start praying for your colleagues? Okay, what made you, kind of, when you were praying there, turn around and expect there was going to be a spiritual conversation? Okay, let's, let's reflect. Okay, let's, let's make a plan. Well, how, why don't you, every time you go to the photocopy, <laughs> pray for your your work colleagues. Actually, whenever you've prayed, why in the next 10 minutes don't you look for an opportunity to talk to somebody? And again, you can, and then let me hold you account to that. So we'll, next time we meet up, let's hold you to account to say how you've been an effective witness. Does that make sense? So, so you're, you're trying to go around that circle, um, not just with negative things. Mentoring isn't just about helping people with their struggles. Mentoring is about how to inspire people to steward all the great stuff that God's invested in their life. Does that? So, again, for, for some people, I'd use that kind of, uh, that model for, uh, for mentoring. Um, again, mentoring is, is a very kind of personal thing. So, um, the reason I've got five things is because some things work with some people and some things don't work with those people. And actually to have a little kind of, um, a little portfolio of things. Um, uh, some people kind of, do prefer to be to be led slightly with questions. So rather than just the what is Jesus saying, what are you doing about it, actually just a, a few more questions like, um, okay, around vision, barriers and blocks, repeated scenarios, uh, commitment to taking next steps past emotional life. So kind of uh, sometimes it's bigger picture. What would you what would you be celebrating five years from now? What in your life would you be celebrating five years from now? Okay. How are you going to get there? How does this next month affect that bigger vision that you have? Um, who are you becoming? What gets in the way? What steps will you take the, uh, by the next time you meet? Uh, what's gone well recently? What drains you? Again, they're just questions to kind of draw out the Lordship of Jesus. How they, how, how's life working with having Jesus as the Lord of your life? With, with dreams, with um, becoming. Um, I mean, here's 10 questions that um, if you feel brave enough to someone ask you, uh, this is something that came across quite a few years ago. Um, so 10 questions for mentoring. <laughs> okay, have you spent daily time in scripture and in prayer? Question one. Two, have you had any flirtatious or lustful attitudes, tempting thoughts, or exposed yourself to explicit material that would not glorify God? Three, have you been completely above reproach in your financial dealings? Four, have you spent quality time with family and friends? Five, have you done 100% in your job? Six, have you told any lies or half-truths, putting yourself in a better light than others, those around you? Seven, have you shared Jesus with an unbeliever this week? Eight, have you taken care of your body through exercise, proper eating and sleep? Nine, have you allowed any personal circumstance to rub you, rub you of your joy? Ten, have you lied in any of your answers? <laughs> and, 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 and maybe you might think, do you know what? There's some questions there. Actually, they're great questions, aren't they? If I'm going to live my life under the Lordship of Jesus, there's the kind, those are the kind of things that I do need to be generally honest about. Uh, and, and mentoring is a time where mentoring works so well when you're honest. Actually, it doesn't work well when you're trying to either kind of put on a, not put on a show for somebody, but actually to try and say, oh, I'm doing quite well, thank you. And yes, and, and to try and kind of, actually it only works. And I know for myself, when I've, when I've been mentored by somebody, um, I have gone for the question kind of thing. So um, uh, some of you might know Pete, Pete Harbord, um, but uh, for the last kind of 15 years, I, I meet up with Pete regularly. And actually, I, I know I said, Pete, you need to ask me these three questions <laughs> because I know the three questions that I need to be asked. Will you, every time we meet, will you ask me around my kind of relationship with Dave and Rob, my competitive spirit, kind of, that I'm not doing anything that kind of, uh, will you ask me about how I'm, um, particularly with um, uh, my wife, Matt's mum, uh, is, is probably not kind of super into church work. Uh, um, and so quite often when I've been in church work, 
uh, and I've had colleagues who are female. Actually, it, it could just be a, a kind of a point of, of caution. So I'll say to him, every time we meet, I want you to ask how I've, how I've got on with female members of, of the staff team. Um, and the third thing is, is kind of money. How, how, how have you been getting on with money at the moment, Tim? Because kind of money can be a little bit of a trigger. And, um, uh, and I want to be trusting God with everything financial. Uh, and so I know that I need people, people you ask me, but then we'll talk about other stuff. But each time I meet, please ask me those three things, because I know that I want to bring my life under the Lordship of Jesus. And any sense of competitiveness, any sense of kind of finding uh, emotional um, or uh, any soul connections with people that are my wife, it's just not, not, not to go there. And again, any way in which I'm looking to rely on money rather than on God, again, I just need to have faith for that. Does that, does that make sense? So if, you, if you're aware that there's things that are particular points that bring your life under the Lordship of Jesus, ask the person who's mentoring you to ask you those questions. Now, it may be those those 10 questions are ones that are helpful. Uh, okay. Um, Rob Scott Cook, um, he loves these five Ds. So he, he would say that when you're mentoring somebody, um, these five Ds should, should appear somewhere in your conversation. If you're, have, if you're committed to somebody for three months, six months, a year to do mentoring, at some point you should be talking about their dreams. Okay, what are your aspirations, what are your longings, what are your godly goals, um, both short-term and long-term? Talk to me about your dreams and, and, um, and where you're going and how you put that into practice. Talk to me about your devotions. How's your prayer life? How's your daily devotions? How's your uh, personal worship? How's your reflection? How's your fasting? How's your giving? Uh, how's the, the secret life that no one else sees just between you and God? Domestic, how are things with, with your family, with your flatmates, with relationships, with friends, with home life? What about your disciplines? How are you with your physical exercise, your interests, your habits, your priorities, uh, your use of time and development? Kind of what gifts do you feel God's entrusted to you? How are those being developed? What ministries, what training? What reading, what study, what research? Kind of how how, how are you developing uh, your yourself and the stuff that God's given to you? Um, and again, for some people, they they find that kind of framework is just just quite helpful. And you might only talk about one of them each time you meet, but over the course of uh, a number of times that you meet, you try you try and cover uh, those those kind of things. Uh, just the last one um, is the Mentor Me website. No, not Mentor Me, the Metro Mentoring website. Have any of you come across this at all? Um, okay, if I, I'll see if I can find, uh, where are we? Um, I should have read beforehand. Uh, okay, sign. So if I if I go uh, here and I go here. Okay, so so this is this is the um, metromentary.org, um, which again um, is a website that helps you if you sign up. Um, Right, yeah. My password's got eight characters. You can guess it if you like. Um, uh, ah, no, it's not eight characters. <laughs> I'm so sure we had eight characters. Um, what's that going on then? Not use this for a long time. There you go. <laughs> well done. So, so here I am, and I'm I'm mentoring Rachel Riddle. <laughs> um, not really. Um, 
So. In order to get in, you had to say that you're mentoring somebody, and the only person I knew on the list of people was Rachel. So, um, but yes. Uh, anyway, so sessions. Here we go. So, so you, you have these different sessions that you can work through with somebody. So, here we go. Starting point. You, you kind of click on this, um, and here we go. You get a little kind of video from Philip. Philip has a lot of work to Mentor Mentoring. This is a simple tool designed to help us help each other to grow in our faith. The Apostle Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. And that tends to be the way that we grow most effectively in our discipleship of Jesus Christ. When we have someone else to help us and we can make ourselves accountable to them. With metrometric, we do that in twos and threes. Twos is the classic thing where you have one person mentoring another. Threes is when you are peers, you're mentoring one another. You're at the same kind of stage of development in your faith and you're holding each other to account and helping each other to grow. Now, in these next sessions, we're going to go through the basics of Christian discipleship, the, the disciplines and the devotions that we all need to nurture if we're going to grow in our Christian experience. You're going to do a session roughly once a month, and each time we'll come together. Okay, so you can watch that in leisure, in time. But uh, so each time you use the app, there's a kind of uh, TripAdvisor style star system in which you can say, kind of, how would you rate your prayer life at the moment? Oh, I'm rating it at a, a six. What about kind of how regularly you pray? Well, yeah, well, maybe I'm, it's good, but not so often. Kind of, uh, and again, you go through the Bible, uh, and then the person who's mentoring you can see the results of what you've done and actually gives you the chance to talk about it. So each session, there's a time, and you can, uh, again, it's, it's, a, it's a means to an end. It's, it's kind of a, if, particularly if you're meeting with someone the first time, you haven't got necessarily got a, um, a friendship with them it might feel a little bit awkward actually having something to talk around can be very helpful um, and just go straight in with what Jesus is saying to you and how you put it into practice might be a bit kind of slightly heavy on the first time whereas to do something like this even if, now I think for a lot of people with Metro Mentoring start off with it and after a kind of five or six times stop because it is just a framework to get you going uh, and if you stick to it too rigidly it then becomes the thing rather than Jesus being the thing just some means, but but again, it can be quite helpful. So, I mean, how have you found it? You say you've used it. Um, yeah, my mentor goes to Metro, so we've used it a little bit. Um, I think it's made me quite good for conversation starters and yeah. like identifying areas that you might want to press into more. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, we haven't worked that far through it, so yeah. 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 The video is also helpful. Yes, yes. So, so again, Philip does some great little cut intros to the different areas of, of mentoring as well. Um, but both of you have to sign in. You have to sign in as a mentor, and the person doing mentoring has to sign in. And then you kind of match each other, and, the, and the, all the magic of the internet sorts it out for you. And so you find out what's, what's going on. Um, but again, that, that, that um, yeah, do look at metromentoring.org. Um, uh, yeah. Um, where are we? Here. Okay. Um, great. Um, any, any questions or comments on that? Um, before I just do some practical guidelines. So maybe just create our own username. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, no, no, literally, you just go on there, you can click on register, you have your yeah, email address, username, password. Um, you log in, and the other person does that, and then you, on the, on the list then, you say, it says start mentoring, you click on that link, and, and then you just start typing the person's name, and again, it's in the database, it should appear, um, yeah. and you can click on that. And I think they've got options for what church you go to as well, yeah. to make sure that the other person knows, like if you've put like, Woody's students, or Woody's young adults, or just Woody's whatever, then you know how to find them, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, think, I think you have got to 
Well, although if you're not part of Metro, you maybe you don't have to be part of the same church. I can't remember if I'm... I think I might have written a different church, so it could work. <laughs> right, OK, yeah. I can't remember <clears throat> Yeah. Because I mean, there are churches all over the country that, that Philip's are using now, so who's just telling me today that there's a church in, a in Aberdeen now that's using it as their metric thing, so... Uh, Okay, just some very practical, we're going to try and finish in kind of five, six, six minutes. So just some practical things I would say about, about mentoring. Um, choose a frequency and that's, that's you both agree on and, and try and stick to it uh, if possible. Now I would say frequency, um, the frequency depend, depends on the stage of life. So again, I think for a university student who's around just kind of three term times for three years, actually probably once a fortnight, or once every three weeks, might because that you want to try and fit in times before they head off, head off for over Christmas or Easter or summer vacation. So, um, and the same with devotion. Actually, there's there's probably quite a lot of things bubbling on in those teenage turbulent years that actually once a fortnight, actually there might be enough to be talking about because you you're growing and developing and there's all kinds of challenges. I mean, probably if you're in your yeah thirties, forties. When life has different kind of challenges, but one of them might be time, um, and actually you've probably discovered who you are and you've kind of worked out what some of the trigger points are. Actually, it may be that once every two months might be appropriate for men. So for the moment, with Pete Harbour, I might meet every two months or so. We, we, don't, we don't meet every, every month. Um, uh, so, but decide on a bit of frequency and, and try and stick to it. Um, I, I, think, I think being disciplined to an hour is quite helpful. Now, it's not that you can't chat after the hour, but if, you, if it's more than that, it probably will at some point turn to chat rather than the mentoring. Um, so if you say, look, let's do mentoring for an hour and then um, we can chat or whatever. Or, but but again, set, set yourself a time because you want it to achieve something rather than it to become a little bit too fluffy and mushy and kind of, uh, so to say, we're going to meet from here to here, we're going to do some business, we've agreed either we're going to do the metro mentoring or we're going to ask these questions or kind of um, do the five Ds, whatever, but but I think probably an hour is probably a good amount of time. I think it's really helpful to review. Again, there's, there's things about, you ask people kind of, like I asked you, kind of, uh, how many of you have been mentored? Um, and again, if I was to ask you how many of that was a positive experience and how much was a negative experience, actually, mentoring doesn't always work out. And that's nobody's fault. It's just sometimes it doesn't work out. And that's fine. And so I always say, after three times, review. And again, it's a no-blame kind of settlement. Kind of Just after, after three times of meeting, just say, is it working for you? Is it working for me? And, I, and again, because we've just agreed to do three, again, we can, we can stop. And when we stop... We, we both know it's stopped because what can tend to happen if it's, if it's not working and you say, oh, kind of, um, uh, oh, sorry, I can't do this month. Uh, and then next time, oh, yeah, kind of, uh, I can't do this month either. And, and what happens is that it kind of fizzles. And, and then you think, oh, am I being mentored? Well, yeah, I wish I got mentored, but we haven't met for six months. Kind of, and, and, and it's best to review regularly. And, and if it's working, say, let's do another three months. If it's not working, let's not waste each other's time. You need to find someone else to mentor you. And again, it's, it's, no, it's no blame, it's just, it's not worked out. Is that, is that okay? Because I think sometimes it can either muddle on and it's not doing any good for anybody, or it dwindles and then people don't get a new mentor because they think they've still got a mentor. And the, and the person who's been doing the mentor thinks I'm a rubbish mentor because they're always ducking out at the last minute. And, and it just might not work. Um, uh, I think keeping notes is sometimes helpful. Now, it's not secret notes, it's open notes. So, so quite often I'll say to somebody, actually, do you mind if I just make a little note of that? So next time we meet, we can talk about it. Uh, it just helps me, because I, I, I met quite a few people, and, and I love you dearly, but I might forget. Um, and, and, and so if there's some agreed notes, and actually I might just even drop them a little email, drop them a text um, after afterwards, just to say, just to say Here's what we agreed, here's what we said. Kind of look forward to meeting you in three weeks' time. Um, is that? Um, so, um, yeah. Plan, review, give feedback. Is this working for you? 
uh, setting goals. Um, it's six o'clock. Um, any any questions uh, or thoughts or comments? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it depends how comfortable you are with praying in a cafe. So, so I, 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 I'll pray anywhere. So in some ways, to meet at Coffee Number One or down at Bakesmiths, have a session and say, Actually, just do you mind if I just pray as we finish? I'll just pray. And but some people might find it a bit awkward. So, so if if it becomes less spiritual or less effective because you're in a public space, then do um, do. Yeah, you could use the prayer room here, or you could go, or you could find a space where, um, yeah, or, or your your house. Yeah, come around for a coffee and we can chat again if you feel comfortable with that. I, I think again, finding a space that works for both of you is probably the important thing. Um, and I, I know a coffee shop can be a neutral a neutral place, uh, but if if you feel restricted in being able to talk again, to talk openly and about porn addictions when you're sat in a small cafe you might feel I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk about this here because uh anything well okay it might be that there's, there's a better space to um to be honest I don't know if it's relevant to the people we might be mentoring here but I did mention me training and again I'm quite aware of what people might be earning so you pay that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. If if you, yeah, yeah. But depending, we get again for for students, kind of yeah, going for for a coffee. You might think, oh, well, I was going to go out for a, a drink with my friends tonight, and oh, there's mentoring and there's coffee, and I'm having to pay, or or uh, awkward sort of. So yeah, do think about that as well. Good point, Tony. Just a question on with students because, like you said, life moves very fast. Yeah. And um, how do you, uh, any tips in terms of? Like say doing 5D stuff, that's like obviously a very strategic kind of long-term thing and student yeah. life is like one week next, different emotions. Like, yeah. So I think like in my experience with mentoring students, it is about like trying to help people in like very immediate circumstances. Yeah. I was thinking yeah. things through, but also sometimes you, you then fail to think about some of the, the biggest stuff. You've only yeah. got one hour. Like, yeah. Yeah. Any idea about how to balance those kind of priorities? Yeah. I, th I think... And this is why I think someone mentioned it right at the start, is that having a, a, a voice that's outside looking into your life sometimes is just helpful. So we, we may talk about the thing that, that, that they feel is the immediate crisis. But I think sometimes when you step back and say, okay, what is going on behind the scenes for this? This is, is a, just a symptom. There's a cause here. And actually the cause tends to be more lifelong issues around dreams, hopes, self-perspective perspective, those kind of things. So it's not just about sorting out the issue here. And so I think for mentoring, sometimes to, to pull back from this is the immediate thing, have you thought about, and then you as the mentor, uh, framing a slightly larger question that might be more around the five Ds kind of thing, rather than what they desperately want to talk about this time they're meeting up with you, if, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. Bible study thing is an interesting one because I think it is what is Jesus saying to you are you putting to practice I think sometimes in the, in this in the discussion around the Bible passage it kind of if it becomes a Bible study rather than a mentoring experience I, I wonder sometimes whether that is as helpful I don't know um, so the, the, the one book we have used is John's gospel so so it's John's gospel so, so John's Gospel is written in a way that is, is um, 
or what John says at the end of it, these things I've written that you might know that Jesus is the Son of God and in um, believing that, find life. Now in some ways that's, that's what mentoring is, is helping people to find, find life. Um, so uh, again, if you wanted it, <coughs> well, I think I've still got it, although my computer crashed a couple of years ago, but there was, yeah, 20, 28 days, read through the book of John, and each day there's two questions. Again, so it's, it's a question-based thing. And, and then when you meet up to mentor, you say, okay, from, from these last kind of five chapters, which questions do you find most challenging? And so, so rather than being a, being a Bible study, it's still let the Bible speak to you and we'll reflect on what the Bible said to you rather than let's have a Bible study together. Is that? Um, yeah, yeah, I, I think I just found with students that often, because they kind of, I think these ones in particular, because they've kind of missed out on two years of youth group and, yeah, yeah. and um, their Christian gap and all that, like, yeah, they don't really know how to read the Bible, yeah, yeah, they don't know yeah, how to do that. But if that, if that became the regular expectation of mentoring, I think, um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it's right or wrong. It's just that I think to try and keep the focus of what mentoring is, kind of, which is about bringing your life under the Lordship of Jesus. Now, if the Bible study helps you to bring your life under the Lordship of Jesus, fantastic. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. But, but the John's Gospel Bible study is just a really helpful thing because the way that John writes it is quite open it, it, and so it's open to discussion kind of the bread of life resurrection of life yeah. oh, there's, there's quite a few things that you can, can have a go at there and you, and you don't have to have an in-depth bible knowledge which which again i think oh if you understood the original greek or you understood, again you can you can head down a bible study thing that doesn't bring you back to a transformed life sometimes um but you probably lead very well so um <laughs> i don't know Great. Yeah, well. places, different positions on their journey of faith. So would you say, would you say when we are mentoring, depending on who it is, I suppose firstly they might not be quite aware of this, and that yeah, yeah. but do you think we have to follow a kind of like relatively set structure each time, or is it about that? Journey along. Yeah. For me, I can think of situations where I might not want to do like everything in one go, but over a few course sessions, we're yeah. just going in that direction. Yeah. Yeah. But, I, I, and I, th I think that's that's the deal. It, 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 it's about Jesus in the end. Yeah. It's about are uh, people moving towards Jesus? Now, whatever these framework things can help that process to happen. But I think when you start from mentoring relationship, I think to say it's not this, it's not this, it's not this, it's not this. Actually, um, when we meet, it's to, it's to help you bring your life under the Lord through Jesus. Kind of, that's what we're meeting up for. Are, are you up for that? And if they say, well, no, I just wanted a friend. I say, you got the wrong person. <laughs> or if I wanted someone to give me wise advice, you got the wrong person. Um, uh, yeah. Um, if you want that, if you want those slides there, if you just WhatsApp me a message, I'll WhatsApp them to you. Is that okay? So again, I, I was going to print them off, but I thought, <coughs> save the environment. Um, if you if you wanted it, then I'll. If you just kind of send me WhatsApp, I'll I can WhatsApp you the the file with those uh, on there. Is that okay? I don't know if that's a helpful use of a month of a Sunday afternoon or not. But there's a there's a, a few things there that hopefully will help you along the way um, to do that. Thanks. Is that okay? Yeah. Can I just pray um, for us as we finish? And um, uh, yeah, Jesus, thank you so much that when you came, you came to give us life in life to the full. Thank you, you came to be our saviour. You rescued us from a, a broken, damaged, sinful past and you brought us to new life with God as our Heavenly Father. But uh, we know that we only truly find uh, yeah, life to its fullness when you're the Lord of our lives, when we die to self, when we yeah, wrestle with our sinful nature, when we bring things under your Lordship. And um, we know that we need that ourselves. And Thank you so much for the people in our lives that help us to uh, follow you wholeheartedly, Jesus. And in any way in which we can mentor and disciple other people to help them to find you and love you more, Jesus, to find your life bubbling up in their lives. Lord, help us to, I pray, uh, 
in the times that we meet and um, maybe the awkwardness as we start off, but as we can commit and as we pray and as we love and as we serve, that we'd see people's lives truly discipled and, uh, yeah, people obeying what you're saying and finding that even through the tricky trials of life, you're dependable and faithful and true. Help us, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen.